We shouldn't have any mean, hot-tempered, can't-get-along-with-believers. Stop lying, talking about he ain't finished with me yet. I ain't finished with you either. We're going to work you over some more. Oh, he ain't finished with me yet. Well, he ought to start it on you. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You ought to be different, folk. This is Jerry G. Martin. With all the things that are going on in our world and in our families today, I am bringing this urgent message to help every believer reach out to those who are lost. It is only through the salvation of Jesus Christ will our nation and culture be changed. Come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. That's the fruit of righteousness. How many people have come to Christ since you've been saved because you have shared with them, influenced them, or told them about the Lord Jesus Christ? Don't answer that question. None of us would be happy to share that answer. You've been saved for 20 years. How many people have come to know Christ because of your influence? That's not enough. He says, I want you to bear fruit. He who wins souls are wise. Listen, I'm not going to blame you. I'm just going to blame me because we haven't been telling you enough of what your assignment is. Your assignment is not just to come to church to have a nice time in worship. Your assignment is to come so you can be informed to what your mission and ministry is by God. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 6, he says this, All over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and understood God's grace and all is truth. The gospel is bearing fruit and is growing. You know what the gospel is? Good news. We're here to give good news in a bad news world. And God called all of us to share the good news. God called all of us to share the good news. You don't have any good news? I'm going to give you some good news this morning. Jesus saves. Amen. You can start with that. Jesus saved. Now, if you are saved, your good news is, boy, you should have seen me before Jesus came into my life. I was messed up. I was broken up. I had all kind of issues, but Jesus came into my life, and my life has, been, has never been the same. Jesus saved. That's your, that's your good news. Look at what Paul said to the church at Philippi. Chapter 2, verse 14. Do everything without complaining or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation. Now, if you don't know what a crooked and depraved generation is, go out this door after church and look around. You are living in one. He says, in this generation, look at, look at this, in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor for nothing. 
He says, we need to shine like stars in this perverse and crooked generation. You know, I, I just did just a quick search for some of the social issues and things that we are dealing with today in this uh, crooked and perverse generation. I just want to run through them right quick. You'll identify with them. We're dealing with this in every area of our society and where, where you live and where I live. Abortion, alcoholism, bullying, child abuse, climate change, date rape, domestic violence, drug abuse, eating disorders, gang violence, genetically modified food, global warming, gun control, gun rights, hate crimes, homelessness, human trafficking, identity theft, illegal immigration, legalization of marijuana, mass murder, pedophilia, police brutality, pornography, rape, same-sex marriage, sexual harassment, spousal abuse, suicide, teen pregnancy, terrorism, texting while driving. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in there. Violence in school. Violence in music videos, workplace violence. I deleted more than I kept. That's where we're living. It's all around us. It's in our households, in our families, on our workplace, in our schools. It's where we are. We're not separate from that. That's what we live in. The challenge is we got so used to it, we don't recognize it. Oh, that's just the way it is. No, the Lord says, uh, you, are on, you are on a mission with some good news in this crooked and perverse generation. If we're going to make a difference, we have to be different. If we're going to make a difference, we're going to have to be different. Now, if you're saved and you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you, uh, you are not be the same as everybody else who don't have the Spirit of God living on the inside. He said you ought to be like the stars shining in the universe in this dark and crooked and perverse generation. And before you go out to try to produce fruit in the kingdom that will last, there must be some fruit that's produced in your life. That's Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And that ain't against the law. That, that's it. And, and such things is not against the law. What would it be like on your job if that was joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control on your job. Everybody function that way. Well, if it's not like that on your job, uh, you need to be the one that starts it off. If it's not like that in your family, your workplace, uh, you need to be the one. Because this is what happened. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life through salvation, he automatically began to work on you to produce the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Now, if these things are not being produced in your life, you might want to go back and check your card and see if you really got saved. The Holy Spirit may not be in there. 
you may just thought he was in there. You might have invited him in, uh, but, you, uh, but when he tried to come in through the door, you still had a lock on him. The Holy Spirit produces fruit. When he comes in your life, he produces fruit. When the Holy Spirit comes in your life, he produces fruit. When the Holy Spirit comes in your life, he produces fruit. He works on you. Unless you kick him out. Because he'll tell you, you shouldn't talk like that. You shouldn't have said that. That wasn't nice and kind. He'll tell you that. And if he's not telling you that, he ain't in there. You might want to invite him in. We shouldn't have any mean, hot-tempered, can't-get-along-with believers. It shouldn't be there. Stop lying, talking about he ain't finished with me yet. I ain't finished with you either. We're going to work you over some more. Oh, he ain't finished with me yet. Well, he ought to start it on you. Listen, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. The people of God is going to have to rise up and change the tide and push this back with the light and the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not in there with the rest of them. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You ought to be different, folk. Yes. That's what his mission is. I called you so that you can make a difference right where you are. Don't let everybody else uh, bully you to being like them. We live in a world where people all around us are living without hope. They're living without peace. They're living without joy. And they're living without Jesus. The people we interact with need the fruit that God wants to produce in our lives. They need the fruit. Somebody doesn't know what love looks like. They need to see it in you. They don't know what love looks like. They need to see it in you. Somebody doesn't know what joy and patience and kindness and goodness look like. They need to see it in you. Here's what I want you to think about today, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to make a decision that you will be productive in the kingdom of God. Lord, I want you to use me. Lord, I'm making myself available to you. Whatever you want to do in my life, I'm gonna, I want to be available to do that right now. As a person who's been called, a person who's been chosen, I want to be productive in the kingdom of God. I want fruit. Jesus said, I've called you so that you can bear fruit, fruit that will last. Think about it like this. Let's assume that when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, he would ask you, what fruit do you have to present? And in other words, he may say, when you you know, when we, we talk about going to heaven and how, what a great time it's going to be and how joyous it's going to be, you know, I can't wait to see Jesus and I can't wait to see my mother and I, I want to go to heaven and I'm just going to walk the streets of gold and all that stuff. When you stand there, the Lord says, uh, uh, we're, glad to, we're glad that you're here, but who did you bring with you? What you going to say, what, was I supposed to bring somebody? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to bring somebody. What you got to show for everything I've done in your life? You were supposed to produce fruit that lasts. You are the light of the world. You're a city on a hill that can't be hid. Let your light so shine so that men can see your good work and glorify the Father which is in heaven. What do you think all that was about? You say, well, I sung in the choir. Well, did you bring any choir members? 
We have a golden opportunity to do significant things for the kingdom of God. I believe this can be the church's greatest hour. I believe this can be the church's greatest hour. I'm not, uh, I'm not discouraged by what I see in the culture. Sinners do what sinners do. When saints do what saints should be doing, the Bible said where sin abound, grace much more abound. People will come to Christ in groves when we would share the message and the love of Jesus Christ. There are people who are looking for hope and help and they don't have a way because nobody's shined the light in their lives. They don't know how, what it means to be saved. They don't know anything about Jesus Christ unless somebody tell them. How can they hear unless somebody tell them, the Bible says. So he's looking for us to rise up and say, Lord, I want to I be that light. I want to bear some fruit in your kingdom. You've called me. You've chosen me and used me one-on-one. -on -one. Wherever I'm at, I want to influence somebody's life. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281 441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.